Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 91 of the Moyes Health Podcast, and I've got a bugbear. In fact, I've got something that really annoys me, really annoys me, and I wanted to record a podcast about it to delve a little bit deeper into, I guess, why I take the approach that I do. But in a roundabout way, I'm going to try and entertain you first. You will see on many of perhaps your friends' social media profile pictures or other PTs, etc. They do these fucking photo shoots where they go, oh, guess what? You're going to achieve your, you know, you're going to have your program and you're going to adhere to your results, etc. for a particular period of time. And we're chasing a photo shoot. And then at the end of said program, we're going to go to a gym and we're going to go and get some photos done. And you can have these amazing photos of you forevermore as proof and an accolade of your hard work. Sounds great on paper, right? You know, you've, you've got an incentive, that tick, you know. And, you know, you're working hard, you've got a deadline. All of these things on paper seem to be a good thing, right? Well, here's the thing. Firstly, the issue comes in the form of chasing a deadline to achieve a specific physique. Because once the deadline has passed, like, you know, people do this with weddings, they do this with holidays. I did it with uh, Disney back in Florida when we went in 2018. I've mentioned that quite a bit, but, you know, I'm using it again. (laughs) The issue with a deadline is what happens when the onus is no longer there, when you've got married, when you've had the holiday, when you've had the photo shoot. Because everybody likes to think... Oh, I'm just naturally, I'll be, I'll be focused. I'll have achieved my goal. I'll have remembered all of the hard work to get to that point. And so I'll be enthused to want to keep that hard work because I've worked so hard for it. Good sentence, that, wasn't it? But the problem here comes that that isn't what happens. Your brain is in a different mode. You've just gone through a big, big period of restriction to make sure that you look your best chasing this photo shoot, holiday, wedding, etc. The problem comes because once you've had that epiphany moment, that kind of crescendo, if you will, there's no onus anymore, is there? It's done. Not to mention you find yourself balls deep in the hungriest, most cravingest you've ever been. So what happens? You celebrate. You kick the fucking ass out of it. And this is just problem number one. And obviously you kick the ass out of it. That snowballs into a second day, a third day. Now don't tell me that you're going to do it nice and controlled, etc. Because yeah, I'm sure there are the select few amongst you that are going to do that. But I'm a normal person. I would kick the fucking ass out of it. And the problem is, I'm kicking the ass out of my calories. And I've got no reason, no deadline, no accountability to stop. So what happens? Well, weeks pass. Maybe things get dialed down a little bit. Maybe it's less of an ass kicking and more of an ass pinching. (laughs) And what ends up happening then? The calories are still going in. The deadline is no longer there. The onus is no longer there. And the body fat begins to creep back on. Why? Because you didn't think about life. You thought about an event. You didn't think about changing anything long term. You didn't think about sustainability. You just thought about intensity. 
How can I do more steps? How can I do more exercise? Burn more calories? Consume less calories? How can I restrict myself further to get to the optimal point at that deadline? This, folks, is why I am not a fan of deadlines. And this is why I don't implement them. Hell, even on my Time Definitive Made by Moyes program, I let people know the end of the eight weeks is not a deadline. The end of the eight weeks is just the end of the eight weeks. We've got to think about life afterwards and whether we're going to go forwards and do another season or switch over to a different program or fly solo. But either way, weight management needs to continue. Deadlines are not a good thing for the general populace. They're great for people in competitions, but they are shit for the average Joe like you and me because all they do is create a lot of bad behaviours and create a lot of fucking problems that need to be sorted out or they will rear their heads down the line. And as I said, here we are five minutes in and I've only touched on problem number one with this here's a photo shoot at the end of your program approach. Problem number two is that that isn't you. You step into the gym with your fake tan on, you pose in all of your pictures and all of your positions with your dumbbells, without your dumbbells, hanging from barbells, etc. And meanwhile, Mr. Professional Photographer finds the best angle, the most flattering lighting. This is even before you go into post with editing. Mr. Professional Photographer's job is to make you look the best. That is not how you actually look. That is how you look in a snapshot in time, a microsecond when that photograph was taken whilst you were breathing in, angled a certain way, with a light at a certain angle. Yes, I don't deny, they're fucking lovely pictures. I don't blame you making it your profile picture. They're beautiful, but it's not you. Because the moment you hear the and the flashes go off and the picture's done, you relax (laughs) and you look normal again. You look like a normal person. The problem with these pictures is you are setting the bar so fucking high, which leads you into problem number three. They're sold to you. As in, oh, all of your hard work, this is the accolade. You get these lovely pictures to keep forever of your hard work and everything you've achieved. Yes, you do. And that's the problem. Because forevermore, you will be reminded on your social media or on your phone. Not only of the leanest and hungriest, cravingest, fucking angriest, hangriest you've ever been. But... It isn't even you because you're posed because it's not only done by a professional photographer, but as I said, it's nicely edited, it's nicely lit, etc. So you are aspiring to a physique. You will hold yourself to a standard. You will hold yourself. That has become the standard by which you will judge yourself forevermore. And you will hold yourself to that even though it isn't even you normally. So here's the thing, through phase one of the natural regain, because you didn't fix any problems, you fucked yourself over with the approach in the first place. Phase two, you've ended up with pictures which are not representative of who you are or even what you achieved. 
and phase three, you're now using those pictures to judge your success or failure in life. Oh, I don't look like that anymore. Oh, I fucked it up. Oh, I failed. And then weeks go by, months go by, you get, quote, back on it. Because I am going to get back to this physique. I'm going to get back to this level. And the vicious cycle repeats again. This is why I cannot fucking stand these pictures that people do. This crescendo of a snapshot in time. Because weight management is far, far more psychologically complex than simply, I'm going to get some nice pictures. Those pictures aren't your wedding day pictures because wedding pictures, for example, you know, we we diet for weddings, as mentioned previously. But the difference with a wedding picture is it represents far more than just your physique. It represents the happiness you felt on that day. It represents the love, the people you're there with. It represents the unity of your bonds. It represents so much more than just look at my body. Not to mention with wedding pictures, they are done candid. You're not posed for all of them. Same with a videographer. They are a more natural reflection of you. Yes, you're doled up to the fucking eyeballs because it's your wedding day. But the fact is that there is more to it than simply a standard by which you hold yourself. Nobody goes on a fucking night out and looks at their wedding picture and goes, well, I don't look like that. So I'm clearly, clearly below par, aren't I? Nobody compares themselves to their wedding pictures because they are done in isolation. And to digress to my previous point, I am not a fan of deadlines. I am going to get to this point because I'm getting married. Because the same result is, is, is the case, you know. You restrict yourself, over-restrict yourself. I actually coached one of my friends up to their wedding. But we finished several months before their wedding. Why? Because we needed to make sure that she had a good bedrock of understanding when it came to normal eating and normal life. Not only did I coach her through the deficit, but the deficit didn't go up to the deadline. The deficit deficit went up to, I've finished losing what I want to lose now. And then we coached her to maintenance and we got her to normal eating. We made sure that she had a healthy relationship with food without the use of tracking, without the use of these methods that we'd use to achieve the goal. We did the full works, the full job, so that when our final day of coaching came around, she was eating normally with no aids like my fitness pal NutriCheck to guide her. She was eating intuitively. She was moving intuitively. She was living her life as normal before she became a bride, for months before she became a bride. And funny thing is, she got to her wedding day and she still looked great. And here we are, nearly a month on, and she still looks fucking great. The reason for that is because she understood the ethos. She used the wedding as an incentive, but she didn't use it as a deadline. I've spoken about this previously, about this kind of battle that there seems to be between the dieting community and the sustainable community. But the fact is that everybody needs to be sustainable at some point. Find me a fucking person in the world that's happy to lose it, gain it, lose it, gain it, lose it, gain it over and over and over again. 
that wants to go through these periods of extreme dieting to achieve a physique for a, a temporary period of time. Oh, I'm going to look great for the summer, but I'm going to look fucking shit for the winter because there's no incentive. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants to look good all year round because we still go to spas and swimming baths in the, uh, in the winter, don't we? We still go on holidays in the winter. Nobody wants just a physique for a snapshot in time. Everybody wants a great physique all year round. And I haven't even touched on the physical health side of things or the mental health side of things. To give you the best analogy of this, if you've listened to enough podcasts, you'll know that not long before we've, we bought the house that we're in now, we were renting. And we rented a house and we spent a shit ton of money doing it up. Like properly renovated the entire house. Like a lot of money went into it. And then obviously the resulting situation ensued and we left that house basically a year after we moved in. All of that time and all of that money, all of that effort, but we didn't get to keep it. That's what it's like when you do these diets. You're not renovating something you get to keep. You're not doing all of this work and putting in all of this effort with the, the mindfulness around eating, the rebuilding your relationship with food, the movement, the exercise, the muscle building. You're not doing all of that and then get to keep it. You're renting the physique that you're building because you have this stupid deadline of this stupid photo shoot. Believe me, on paper, I see the attraction. It makes sense on paper. But when you actually take a broader spectrum of life and you think about things in the spectrum of years or the scope of years as opposed to just a season or a period of time, you begin to then see the flaws in this strategy. Simply ask yourself the question, do you want to lose the weight temporarily? No. Who the fuck does? Now, don't get me wrong. We all need to understand that weight management is exactly as it sounds. Your weight is going to fluctuate, not just because of things like scale fuckery, such as water retention, hormonal changes, etc. But you're going to be heavier at the end of December in comparison to where you are in June. You're going to have an enjoyable Christmas. That's the way that our society at least in our part of the world, is set up. That's a given. Your weight is going to be different. Your body composition is going to be different. The, the issue comes with the peaks and the troughs. The issue comes with the difference, the contrast between where you are in June and where you are in December. If that is anything more than a six-pound swing, then there's potentially a fucking issue there. The issue comes as well in terms of your attitude to exercise. There's a post that I've scheduled to go up on my social media tonight, um, 17th of uh, August, by the way. Um, and it's all about the questions that people get asked. So I run classes. I think I've mentioned this previously. And people ask the people that attend my classes, oh, are you, are you still going to the classes? Or they say, oh, are you still, are you still tracking on my fitness pal? Oh, are you still uh, are you still exercising? Are you still going to the gym? And they ask it 
from this temporary attitude mindset. Are you, are you still doing that? As if it's a problem. Like, oh, are you still doing that? You shouldn't need to do it anymore, should you? Funny enough, this question usually comes from people that haven't achieved 10% of fuck all themselves. But my point is that asking that question underlies and I guess simply adds to the point I'm trying to make that most people believe that your relationship with your weight, your relationship with exercise is a temporary thing. The, oh, I'm going to the gym for a period of time, you achieve the result and then you fuck off the gym. It doesn't work that way. Oh, I'm, I'm mindful of my calories now, but I'm not going to be in the future. Doesn't work that way. As I mentioned in the last podcast, there is a fundamental thing that we all have to be mindful of, all have to manage for the rest of our lives, and it's money. And we have to do exactly the same thing when it comes to our calories. Not always from a conscious perspective. We don't always need to focus on every single fucking penny. But we've got to have a rough idea. We've got to be careful with our saving. We've got to be careful with our spending. We can't just be like, oh, bills are whatever they are. I have no idea what our bills are. That's a very fucking dangerous way to live, especially at the moment. We have to have a rough idea of incomings and outgoings. And in some cases, potentially, I guess, you know, in the current climate with energy cost increases, etc., we're more mindful about what we're up to. We're more mindful about, no, I'm not going to have a takeaway because it's a little bit more expensive. I could easily not spend that money. But then there'll be periods of time where we'll spend money like water and we won't care too much because we've got that intuitive mindfulness of, oh, it's okay, I've got it, it's available. The point is that we must stay aware. We must stay vigilant in terms of the calories that we're consuming and have this underlying mindfulness. This is where people go fucking wrong. Exercise. Yes, you can ebb and you can flow in terms of what you do, but the whole point of exercise is it's part of your life. It's a commitment. Nobody asks you, are you, are you still showering? Are you, are you still brushing your teeth? Nobody asks you these questions because of course you fucking are, <laughs> you know? Yet people go, are you, are you still going to the gym? You're missing the point. Missing the point. Self-care from a physical, nutritional and mental perspective is a lifelong commitment. As I said, it will ebb, it will flow. And I guess the best analogy I could give you for this is like a dial or a dimmer switch. There are periods of time where you dial it up a little bit. We all do that in fucking January, don't we? We all dial it up just a little bit. Oh, summer's coming. Let's just, you know, get rid of the Christmas timber. As I said, nothing wrong with that. It's about the peak and the trough. A contrast. But there'll be periods of time as well that we dial it down a little bit. Oh, I'm, you know, it's I'm still doing it, but I'm not as fussed about it. You know, I'm not as fussed about my caloric mindfulness the week of Christmas, funnily enough. This is where, I guess, as a general society, we go wrong. We have this temporary mindset of you've got the fundamentals. You know, are you still watching TV? You, are you still still on social media? You, you, do you still have a phone? Still have a smartphone? Like These are questions that are just as irrational as are you still exercising, yet everybody treats it as a norm. Everybody goes, well, you watch TV of an evening. That's a given. Well, 
why is it then not given I'm going to go and exercise? Now, don't get wrong, you know, a large portion of the populace have grasped this approach. And usually they're the people that most people are envious of. The fitness people, the fit families, we think of them. The fact is they're not like freaks of nature. There may be some genetically gifted individuals amongst them. But my point is that the reason we're envious, envious of these families is because fitness is just built into what they do. The first thing they think of when they move to a new area or, you know, renovate their house, etc. is always their room to put a gym in. Not just as a flex, but because they'll actually fucking use it. They have that intuitive balance of, yeah, I'm going to enjoy some beers. I'm going to enjoy doing, you know, normal stuff as governed by the rest of us. But I'm not going to spend my entire life sat on the sofa watching Ozark. I'm going to focus on enjoying every spectrum of life i'm going to be active on the weekends because i fucking enjoy it i'm going to go to the gym because i enjoy it and it's just a part of my life everybody puts health and fitness in this little category of optional but nobody puts brushing their teeth or watching tv in the same category do they it's a fundamental it's just part of your life and if more and more people embraced that approach and recognized that it's okay to dial things up and jump on a season of Made by Moyes, for example. A little bit of intensity, a little bit of accountability. It's okay to have coaching within your life. It's okay to have some accountability. To make sure someone's got a sharp stick poking you to go, Oi, don't you fucking give up. But it's not okay to strive to achieve something which isn't even realistic or representative of what you've achieved in the first place. And it's certainly not okay to hold yourself to that standard because you will ebb, you will flow. Your composition will change. The definition, the lines on your body will become slightly blurrier at different times of the year. And that's fucking okay. But I cannot, cannot stand to see so many people rebounding on these fucking programs when they miss the point. So, in conclusion, from what seems to be a very angry, ranty podcast. <laughs> mindfulness around your health, your fitness, your nutrition, your mental health, and your physique is something that should be intrinsic and built into your life. We dial it up, we dial it down, but it should be something which is always there. Always something you're keeping an eye on. Always something you're managing in the background. Keeping with a certain range, if you will. Same as we do with our finances. The problem is that a lot of people have lived a lot of life before they come to someone like me. And so there is a lot of problems that need to be sorted out. And those problems, a lot of the time, can't be sorted out within a small window of time. And they definitely cannot be sorted out by simply going, here's a plan, follow it, and there's a photo shoot at the end of it. I'm not criticizing plans. As I said, I'm an advocate for them, but I'm not an advocate for hard deadlines, a hard representation of this is your physique. Because even at the end of my Made by Moyes program, when people do their finale pictures, it's not about the end. It's the end of the program. It's not the end. The problem is with a photo shoot is it is 
deemed as the end because you can't post-date the photo shoot. You can't prolong or postpone it is the word I was looking for. That date is that date. So you are going to desperately chase it down with all you've got. Hell, on the season of Made by Moyes that I've just had, I've had two people go on holiday um, and I've had one person sick with COVID and they've had to take a couple of weeks out. Does that mean that they now need to play catch up for the time that they didn't adhere to the deficit while they were ill or whilst they were on holiday? Does that mean that in the final week of the program, they then need to drop or halve their calories to make up for the week that they didn't adhere? Fucking hell no. Is that going to fix any problems? No, it's going to it's going to create a shitload. Because that's not how weight management works. A little bit of intensity from time to time, awesome. A little bit of accountability from time to time, awesome. But a hard fucking deadline is stupid. What you need to do is achieve in your own time. Make changes in your life in your own time. Adapt your life. Ebb, flow and learn about yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses. Learn about your life setup and the construct of your life and you've got to do it in your own time for some that is shorter than others some are further down the fucked up road than others and that is okay it's about adjusting to the ethos not about overhauling things sure there are elements that you can adjust overnight simple fixes but to cement those fixes takes time. New habits must be built, a new mindset forged, and that takes time. So I guess, hopefully there's some lessons within this one. Hopefully, not only have I entertained you, but I've made you think. And I've certainly made you think the next time that you see these pictures, etc., pop up, because they wind me the fuck up in case you couldn't tell. So, Guys and girls, just be careful, okay? When you're entering into a fat loss phase, when you're looking to make some changes in your life, be careful and think big picture in terms of what you want to achieve. Because I know you want to look great. I know you want to be there as fast as you possibly can. But there's a bigger story going on underneath all of it. And you have to ask yourself, do you want to lose it as fast as possible, but not fix any of the problems so you don't get to keep it? You renovate the house you were renting? Or do you want to put in the work to get to the point where all of your hard work, all of your effort, all of your time, all of your money goes on a physique that you actually get to keep? Focus on the things that you can change. Forget about the shit that you can't and have the wisdom to know the difference. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on 92. Toodles.